0: Welcome to my podcast, Midlife with Courage, where my goal is to inspire you, a woman who wants to step outside of her comfort zone and live an amazing life. I'm Kim Benoy. I'll share my experiences, stories, and interviews with other amazing women that are meant to help you take those first steps towards something fantastic. So let's not wait another minute to get started. Hello, everyone. This is Kim Benoy, and welcome back to Midlife Courage. This week, you have me all to yourself. I'm doing a, a solo podcast, as I have been doing kind of every other week. And I hope you're enjoying that. This week, I wanted to talk about the Olympics. Are you watching the Olympics? I kind of wasn't going to, and then, you know, there kind of wasn't anything else to watch, so I thought, well, I'll watch. And I found some things that I really um, enjoy. (laughs) The, the sport that I really was watching a lot was the synchronized diving. Like it was, it's amazing to me that you can have two people go up like 30, is it 30 feet in the air on this big platform? And then they jump and turn and do all sorts of crazy things, but they, they do it exactly the same or they're supposed to do it exactly the same. The best ones do it exactly the same. It is just so cool to me. So I've always liked the diving, but I really like the the synchronized diving this year. I don't know why, but it just kind of was like, wow, that's amazing that they can do that. I mean, the communication that they must have and the hours and hours and hours of practicing that they have to do. Holy moly. Um, yeah, very, very impressive to me that for that. So so what I really want to talk to you today about, um, related to the Olympics is, um, Simone Biles. Have you guys been, have you heard about that? Have you heard what happened? Um, did you hear what, ha- what, what she decided? Um, if you haven't, I'll just tell you, um, really briefly. Um, Simone Biles is like the best gymnast in the whole world. Um, she is awesome. She's already won a gold medal at the last Olympics and she was all set to, she was at the Olympics, she was practicing and she did a vault and she somehow kind of got lost in the air. And, um, I think it just kind of scared her and she just mentally didn't feel like she could go on. She didn't want to, um, jeopardize the team by, you know, continuing when she wasn't quite ready mentally to go ahead and finish and or you know to compete so she pulled herself out of the competition like hours before it might even be you know closer than that but um so she was not going to compete with her team in the the all-around or I guess it's the team event was first um and you know a lot of people supported her on that like she's putting her mental health above what the whole country wants, basically, Um, you know, she's, she just decided she wasn't in the right mental space to compete. And she said, I can't do it. But she was the biggest cheerleader for her team. I I did watch the competition, and um, she was right there cheering and helping them and, um, you know, really being their cheerleader. But I kind of, um, it really made me think about what a great example of courage. You know, she's not midlife. She's very. She's a young girl, um, but what a great example to people of any age, really, who um, struggle with mental health. Um, I just wanted to. I kind of looked her up on Instagram, and I wanted to read two statements that she wrote, two of her posts. Um, the first one was from, I guess, finals competition of Worlds or something. So this was before the Olympics, not that long ago, and she said. I feel like I have the weight of the world on my shoulders at times. I make it seem like pressure doesn't affect me, but damn, sometimes it's hard. Ha, ha, ha. Did you catch that little ha, ha, ha at the end? You know, after she's saying she's got the weight of the world on her shoulders, she tries to lighten it up. Do you ever do that? Because I do. I find myself, you know, if I say something, I don't want to complain and I don't want to you know, I don't want people to feel sorry for me or something. So I'll, you know, LOL or ha ha ha, you know, and that's what she's doing right there. And, you know, that's, that's kind of a red flag if you think about it. So the next Instagram post is that I'm going to read was after she decided not to compete um, in that first, in the team event. And she said, the outpouring of love and support I've received has made me realize I'm more than my accomplishments in gymnastics, which I never truly believed before. And that one too, it's, it's, I'm glad she came to that realization, but it's kind of sad to me that she thought her worth was based on the scores that she gets for somersaults and jumping around and vaulting. And I know it's way more than that, but just just the idea of her physical accomplishments are what she thought made her important. And that really should not be the case for any of us, especially women. Um, I believe they also changed the scoring for her or something because she was, she's so good that they want to make it a fair field or something for everyone. So her, her scores have to be lower or something. I don't, um, I didn't look into that very closely, but it just, it doesn't seem fair to me. You know, if, if she's good score her, like you would score everybody else, you know, she's deserved that, but I kind of got off the track there. Um, so just, you know, the first, her first statement about the weight of the world on her shoulders, and then now realizing that she's more than what she's done through gymnastics. And I think that's wonderful. Um, I don't know how you feel about that. Um, but what do you think about that? You know, what what do you think about this girl who um, had the weight of the world on her shoulders and she decided, nope, I'm not going to do it because it's, it's not good for me. And, um, you know, she probably... I mean, it's dangerous. Um, I did read where she, they call it the twisties, where you get up in the air when you're vaulting and, or jumping or whatever, and you can't really tell where you are. And it's dangerous because if you land the wrong way, you know, you could really injure yourself. And so I'm sure that's in her head, you know, and that's, that is scary. That's really scary. So good for her. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of support for her, lots of support for her, which I love. And then a few people that call her a quitter and, you know, asking, well, what about the person who could have come in her place and all these negative things. And some of the sources that were negative kind of surprised me a little bit. Um, but you know, they, they can have their opinions, I guess. And of course they can share them too. (laughs) Like I'm doing, I guess. Um, but I did, and I want to admit too, like a part of me was like, Hmm, that wasn't really the best time to decide that. But who knows, like, who's who might have said what the best time is to decide that? You know, so what if it was at the Olympics? Who cares? It was her decision to make, and she made it, and good on her. Um, we, you know, we never know when mental health issues are going to pop up, but um, so yeah, that's to me, that's just not an argument at all, and it isn't even an argument, it's just someone's opinion. Um, And I also did, they were talking the other night about, you know, she may compete in other events. And they kind of were listing out the ones that she will, you know, potentially compete in. And you, it's not just a matter of, well, she made it to the Olympics in the place of someone else. She qualified for them. And everyone who's there has to qualify to be there. So there were certain events that were coming up that showed okay, so she'll compete in this one if she decides to, but if she doesn't, then this other person will compete because she qualified. Um, if she doesn't compete, then no one from the U.S. will compete because no one else qualified for it. So she's not really taking anyone else's place away, um, if you know what I mean. So, I mean, there's that that kind of part of it too. I, I kind of thought that was interesting because I was kind of thinking the same thing. So, um, But, you know... I mean, how many of us, we probably all or know someone or are ourselves having mental health struggles and how many times, um, do you or the person, you know, just kind of shrug it off or they don't think it's important enough to bring up or talk about, or just do something about it. And this woman did. You know, she did it on the biggest stage she probably could have chosen for herself in her situation and shown a light on it on mental health and how important it is, um, to put that ahead of everything else, you know, cause we all know if you don't, you know, bad things will happen. Um, and they do happen. So I'm just, I'm really proud of her. If I knew her, I would tell her that, <laughs> um, but and if you are in a situation where, you know, you're having some mental mental health problems, you know, let's get some help for that. I know it's hard to ask for help um, and it might be better speaking to people who know someone else who's having mental health issues. If you know they're having problems, you know, maybe more than saying, well, hey, let me know if you need help, like do something more like. Hey, let's go out to lunch or let's have a coffee and catch up. How are you doing? And really listen to that person and see what they say. And, you know, do they make those comments, you know, like very serious comments and then put a little ha 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 at the end, like Simone did, you know, pay attention to those kinds of things and, you know, try and get them some help if you can, or, you know, find a resource for them. Um, And sometimes you might have to do it without really them saying, yes, please, I need some help, you know? Um. So all sorts of resources out there. And I am going to list some um, on the show notes here when I um, produce this podcast for you all. Um, So yeah, I would love to know what you guys think about um, Simone and her um, decision and um, the Olympics too. It was kind of interesting because I also um, was reading about, um, I think it was the Norway beach volleyball team they protested wearing bikini bottoms to play beach volleyball and they were going to get fined for it. I don't know if they did for sure or not, but they were, they were saying we're not wearing these eensy teensy little bikini bottoms to play beach volleyball because it's, it's derogatory. It's sexist. And what is the point of that? Well, I know what the point is, but it's not right. Um, did you know that these, these, Bikini bottoms can't be more than 10 centimeters, like in length, which that's not even length. So 10 centimeters. Okay, you guys, I used to be an OB nurse. So follow this. If you've ever had a baby, you know how important 10 centimeters is, okay? You know that that's the the number you're trying to get to in order to have your baby. So then it's kind of a big number. Like it's a big number because it's, you know, we want that. But really 10 centimeters is not a lot <laughs> and we're telling these women to you know you have to wear this outfit and it has to be this length, and you know, or you're we're gonna fine you however many dollars. Um, so they said, No, we're not doing that, and I'm so happy to hear that. And I guess Pink, the, the singer Pink, um, offered to pay their fines because she said that's ridiculous, they should not have to be forced to wear eensy weensy little, um, you know bikini bottoms if they don't want to, you know, I can see in some of the sports, you know, like, well, even women swimming, I see they're not wearing, they're wearing like long outfits. They're not like tiny little bikinis or anything like that, but, um, the legs go down to their knees, I guess, but, you know, they have to be kind of aerodynamic and, you know, the guys shave every piece of hair on their body sometimes so they can, you know, get through the water as fast as possible. But so, you know, in some instances, Some of those outfits need to be a certain way because it helps them, um, you know, compete better and faster or whatever, but beach volleyball. No, there's no reason for those women to have to wear such skimpy little costumes because that's what they are. They're not uniforms, they're costumes. So another great example of women standing up and being a little courageous and saying, no, we're not wearing these. So good for them. All right, so I'm glad I watched the Olympics. I, I know it's still going on, it's not over yet, um, but it's been fun to kind of watch. And I'm glad we've got a couple of great examples of women who are standing up and being courageous and in a big way um, for Simone and even, even the Norway beach volleyball team. Come on, that's awesome. Um, yeah, that's, I just, good for them. Um, maybe other teams or other women we'll start to kind of hear those messages and stand up and say, no, you know, we're not gonna let you put us in that little box and make us look a certain way when that's not what it's all about. Okay, guys, I think that's all I need to do. I need to talk about with the Olympics. Um, I hope you're enjoying it if you are watching it. I know some people are really into it. Um, If you're not watching it, that's okay too. Um, You know, there's other things to do. like you could go to my website and check out my latest blog post. It is a little bit ranting. I'll just give you that or tell you that right off the bat. Um, I've also got some awesome new, um, oils, uh, specials this month, doTERRA every month, of course, you know, they they put out new specials and got some really good ones this year, or I mean this month, um, they're actually doing They're offering two citrus oils that we don't normally sell, and if you purchase those oils, they donate all of the proceeds to their Healing Hands Foundation, and like 100% of the proceeds go to that foundation. doTERRA doesn't make money on it, and I don't make money on it, Um, but I would be happy to show you where you can order those if you would like to. So lots of great things. also have a little back-to-school special um, collection um, to help you and your family wash your hands because we all know hand-washing is number one way to avoid getting sick. And so they've got some really great products in that little collection um, that you can put in your kids' backpacks, um, keep at home to wash your hands well with natural products. And yeah, so go to my website, midlifewithcourage.com, and you will find those um, specials and offers. You'll also find my blog and you will also see, um, when you, um, if you would like to subscribe to my website and get all the latest, uh, news and, um, information, um, I'm giving you my, a little guide to my top five oils for courage and confidence. So check that out. And spoiler alert, one of those oils is actually the product of the month this month. So check that out. All right, guys, I hope you have a great week and we will talk to you next time. Take care of your beautiful selves. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Midlife with Courage, and I hope that you've been inspired and motivated to live your amazing life. I'm Kim Benoy, and I want you to live every moment. For more inspiration and motivation, check out my website, www.midlifewithcourage.com. You can read more about my story and find links to more great information. Take care of your beautiful self and I'll talk to you soon.